internet. This is Dale, and I'm with Jeff this week because Derek is too busy. I was going to be mean and petty and say he banded us, but he's just working too much because uh, unlike everybody else who has breaks from the COVID thing, he somehow managed to get himself more work, and now he's just too busy to hang out with me on the podcast, little old me, but I got someone even better. <laughs> I got hooked up with my friend Jeff Porter from the Fear of Science podcast. If you listen to that, you we did a crossover episode where we, me and Derek, the we, were on the Fear of Science for episode 16. Oh, God. Episode number. I have no idea. You were on for Fear of Masculinity. Yeah, because if you yeah. need someone to talk about the failings of masculinity it's <laughs> me and Derek <laughs> you guys were great yeah I I mean I thought I was great but I'm pretty arrogant sometimes so I don't know <laughs> I love I that before we recorded not. it both of you were like so am I the toxic man <laughs> I was like no 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 that's not why I invited you on <laughs> yeah um all right sorry I'm just trying to all right. Anyways, I can't find where it's actually live. So uh, this, the, the same thing happens every week where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pull up the video and watch it live and in Zoom and on Facebook. And then it's always like 30 seconds of me struggling at computering. <laughs> so I will just ignore it. And... Just assume oh, it's all it going well. I found it. I found it. Guys, I knew what I was doing the whole time. I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just, you know trying to trying to humble myself in front of everybody by pretending i didn't yeah i'm so good at <laughs> acting dale i i have taken at least two acting courses at the college <laughs> level wow yeah have you that's actually where i met you right in college yeah in university yeah yeah what with, were you, uh, you were taking writing right and journalism yeah, I took, right i took journalism i got my bachelor degree in journalism and uh Definitely using that, making <laughs> getting my money's worth for that. Well, actually, when I was in school for journalism, I started doing graphic design, like laying out a magazine in one of the journalism courses. And I was like, this is way better. Why don't I do this? So I kind of switched. Sorry, I'm just going to adjust. I switched to doing graphic design and I ended up working as a graphic designer for newspapers for like eight years. And right. then I was like, why don't I just completely not use my diploma and go into <laughs> welding? So I went back to school for welding. And yeah. did you, you took the digital art and design program as well mm -hmm. there, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't end up taking it. Cause that's what I, I, I have, took. I have actually no training in graphic design, just like on job training. Oh, really? Which, it's not really, I'm, I'm sure all the graphic designers are going to get pissed off for me for saying this, but <laughs> there's so much you learn on the job. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I pretty much just spent a lot of money to do two years of it for no apparent reason. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like I found that school kind of taught you how to learn. Like, because if yeah. I would have just gone straight on to, because, so let me back up a couple seconds. So when I said <laughs> that I didn't get any like graphic design training, I did kind of in school, whereas like there was a graphic design like course in mm -hmm. the journalism program and they kind of taught you the bare minimum basics of using InDesign and Photoshop. And then, yeah, like you said, it's basically the best way to learn InDesign and Photoshop is to just have it 
and then want to do something and not know how to do it and then figure it out. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And it always works to learn. You learn more on the job because you're always like, I don't know how to do this. And then someone will come show you. And then you're like, Oh, so that's how you do it. Yeah. Cause I found when I graduated from university, I knew absolutely like I actually alert. I think I knew less about web design <laughs> than I needed to know. <laughs> um, and when I got into the field, I actually started learning. So yeah, I've been doing so, web design. Like I actually am using the education that I got, oh, even though good. the program doesn't exist at all anymore. The digital art and design program at Thompson Rivers University. Oh, really? Did they replace it's, it with something or they're like, no, it's just gone. really? So yeah. they don't offer like website design anymore? No. From what I heard mm -hmm. is that the original program was very print centric. Um, ah. And then they decided to revamp it to be more focused on web. Yeah. Um, and then when they came back and af after they did the revamping, the president of the university was like, no, nah, we don't want it all anymore. And they, just, <laughs> they just cut the entire program. Oh, crazy. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah, because if you're a university and you want to be like up to date with computers and stuff, you're going to have like a pretty have to sink quite a bit of money just into computers and stuff just to stay yeah. up to date. And this was like 2014. It's not like it was the early nineties or something like that. We're like, well, we should look into this computers thing. It was like <laughs> 2014 where they're like, Hmm, maybe we should look into web design. That seems to be pretty popular now. Yeah. Uh, that's 2014 does seem like the time when computers were going out of date in like six months. Like now I feel like it's almost leveled off a bit where it's like, if you have a computer that was top notch like five years ago, it's still good enough. Yeah, that's true. Like, I th uh, hopefully, I feel technology like is just getting slowed down. Now, is technology getting better, or is new stuff coming out not as advanced? Um. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like technology really is probably hit at like a stalemate. Like the only thing the next step they could go probably is like microcomputers, like, mm -hmm. cause you can't really make silicon chips and stuff any smaller than they are right now. I mean, I could totally be wrong because <laughs> I'm not really a scientist at some computer factory where they're making all this stuff, but yeah. I'd imagine that unless they invent like nanotechnology for computers or something, it's going to slow down yeah. a bit. Well, and if you think of like, um, the most, what used to be the most innovative company in the world, the, um, Apple. Yeah. Um, when's the last time they actually make an, made an iPhone that was any different than the other iPhone. The, all yeah, they're it's... doing now is just removing crap from it. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> no headphone jack for you. <laughs> yeah. T getting rid of the headphone jack and then, yeah. And then they got rid of the home button, but that was a couple generations ago, right? Where they got rid of the yeah. home button. And then they were making them bigger, and now they're like, oh, look, we made a small version as well. Yeah. Yes. For all I you guess, poor yeah. people that only have <laughs> yeah. $900 to spend on the phone rather than $1,500. For people who uh, maybe don't want to uh, have a, lot, like a, a tablet in their pocket. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, because I got a – I have a Huawei – Huawei, oh yeah p30 and it's gigantic those are really good like, phones though aren't they oh yeah i got it just for the camera yeah, yeah because it has um 
it has like a 40 megapixel camera or something completely ridiculous. Yeah. And it has like a three lens camera and you can do, I think it's maybe three optical zoom and 10, and then another 10 digital. So it's like, if you don't know what that means, optical zoom means that the actual lens of the camera zooms in and right. the picture stays the same size, but a digital zoom is they'll take the picture and they'll just zoom in on that. So like if you have a phone that only has digital zoom, you'll zoom in and it'll look all pixelated and crappy. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got the the Pixel 3a because of its camera as well. And it's been a great phone. Like I haven't even thought about getting a new phone, which Oh yeah. How long have you like, had that? Uh I got it when it first came out. So how long ago was that? That was like a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had my P thirty for three months or something, but I think it's at least a year old in the design. Cause I got the, I got the P30. There's three different versions of the P30. There's the pro, the P30, and then there's something else. that's like a little downgraded, which has a camera like the P30 pro has an even better camera. It's called the poor person version. <laughs> yeah. I got, <laughs> I got the signed a two year contract. So you just get the one you don't have to pay for version. Oh yeah. Most people go for that one. <laughs> so do you want to just, keep talking about the stuff we own or do you want to talk about some actual outrage stuff? Sure. What do you, you lead the way? Um, okay. Uh, how are you with politics? Do you, are you paying attention to the U S politics at all? I mean, it's hard not to, but yeah, I, I'm trying to, cause I feel like when the apocalypse will happen, like I'll need to know this kind of stuff. So Jeff, the I apocalypse need... is happening right now. <laughs> it's happening right now. I don't it's know. It's happening really this. slowly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this whole thing, like us staying in our houses is because this is the apocalypse. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, it's man. not Armageddon. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was out for a walk the other day. Um, yeah. We just went and got some coffee and uh, just walked like five or six blocks. Not even that far. And there were so many people not social distancing, not paying attention to any of the rules on commercial drive. And I was like, man, if there ever was a zombie apocalypse, we're screwed. We're oh, so yeah. totally screwed. Like, just because of people's stupidity. <laughs> and if, if they're like, there's a zombie apocalypse, don't go outside. Half the people would be like, I don't believe you. I'm going outside. You can't tell me not to go outside. Yeah. If I want to be a zombie, I'll be a zombie. You can't. My freedom of expression. Yeah, my religious right. Yeah, this whole wearing a mask being some weird hill to die on thing is proof enough of that. Like everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, if you make me wear a mask, you take away my rights of freedoms." And you're like, mm, "Just wear one." So people, I don't know. Like I'm at the age where it's like <laughs> I've just been totally cowed into like just going along with everything. Like I used to like dress all weird and like be a goth or semi goth punk or whatever. But now it's just like what's going to get me to have the least side eyes? And then it's like, <laughs> I'll go, like we were just at Whole Foods today and I was like, hmm, maybe I should wear a mask for side eye. And then the girl's like, oh, you don't have to wear one. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I didn't. But yeah. I'm not saying it's my right to not wear one. If they're like, you yeah. can't come in here without wearing a mask, I'd be like, all right. Because yeah, Whole I'll Foods is nice. Yeah, because they hand you out like those blue paper masks that you could just breathe through and they probably don't do much anyway but yeah i mean they stop you from expelling the microglobules out yeah and if everyone was wearing them then it would definitely help yeah there's um, like 
there's that diagram where it's like no people wearing one you're zero percent safe and then you wearing one you're like 30 percent safe and the other person wearing one you're 50 and then it's like the way to be the safest is you're both wearing masks and you're six feet apart yeah my favorite diagram is the one that um shows if someone pees their pants <laughs> have you seen that one? Oh, uh if someone's not wearing pants and they pee then it's going to get everywhere yeah if if you're wearing pants and someone pees then you might get pee on you but at least it's not like totally on you mm-hmm. and then if you're both wearing pants and someone pees their pants then you don't get any pee on you so <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good way to put it for sure <laughs> yeah. um yeah oh the reason I was like, uh, why were we talking about politics? But the Nancy Pelosi thing, did you hear about that when she said that? Oh, yeah, called he, him uh, fat, and didn't she? She called him morbidly obese. And then, worse than fat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's almost as bad as it gets. Like, that's like a high-end fat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was happening is I think he put himself on a hydrochloroquine treatment and she was yeah. like, I don't know why anybody who's morbidly obese would want to go on hydrochloroquine. There's like so many side effects and stuff. And then, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't understand why anybody would want to get into a name calling fight with Trump. Oh, because I know. Just like, He's the king of yeah. being a dick. Like, and it's funny because the left the whole time, they're like, we got to keep this presidential. We got to keep this whole thing. Like, because the only way to get Trump to like depower his like insult stuff is not to make fun of him. It's to take away his ability to use insults in yeah. like the debates and stuff. So you got to be like, we're not going to insult each other and we're going to be nice guys or women. I mean, yeah. we're still not down to the very end, but it's pretty close. And then the weird thing was once she said that everybody was like, Oh, what she said was actually scientifically correct because that's a scientific term. And if he can't hurt it and it hurts his feelings too bad for him, but it's like, yeah, well, I think part of it was, um, that the, the, what's it called? The Corja hydro, whatever drug uh, hydrochloroquine hydrochloroquine. Um, it is, it's supposed to be possibly dangerous for people who are in a certain age and of a certain weight. Um, yeah. And like so that, general, I think right? she was trying to make that point. Um, yeah. But she's also very angry at him and doesn't like him at all. So I think it <laughs> yeah. came off a lot harsher than she probably even meant it to be. Yeah. Um, and it's like morbid saying someone's morbidly obese. I don't, I'm pretty certain it was never a scientific term. Like the actual, uh, different classes of obesity is just class one, two, and three for, I guess, the severity of the obeseness. And because like people are like, oh, you just say morbidly obese when it's like super obese. But no, because the term morbidly obese, I think someone, it's basically the same as saying grotesquely obese. And I don't yeah. really feel like scientists ever. But it would have it. been any better if she just would have called him obese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think? Because he, he probably actually He's probably I, I, abor- obese fairly certain he is obese because you only have to get to like 35 to 40 extra pounds of weight to be obese and really like, oh yeah. man Dude, i am it's, definitely obese <laughs> yeah no it's uh <laughs> it's actually pretty easy to be obese so if you're like um like six foot and you're supposed to weigh like 170 pounds or 
be like a skinny dude or whatever and then you actually weigh like over 220 i think legally you're obese yeah so it's like yeah it's one of the things where it's like everybody's always talking about how obese america is and stuff and it's one of the things is it's actually pretty easy to be obese because once you start adding on the pounds of fat like it's only takes um body fat percentage of over 25 percent to actually be obese wow for women it's 30 because it's healthier for women to have a little like extra body fat i don't know this is not me i'm not i'm not being sexist it's like (laughs) the uh bmi scientists or whatever who figured that out because when i was when i first went to a gym i got like a personal trainer who's like let's talk about your goals and stuff and I was like, were they, were they doing it on the BMI though? Cause isn't that like really disproven <laughs> that the yeah, BMI cause, doesn't cause work? BMI once you like put on, cause BMI doesn't account for muscles either. So yeah, BMI just goes by body mass index. If you didn't know, it goes by height to weight ratio. So it's like, if you're six foot, you should weigh this much and it doesn't yeah. account for like bone density or like muscular um, weight or whatever. That's why I like the body fat percentage because you could go in and they test like they what they do is they send like you can't feel it, but they send a shock through you and it times how long the electricity takes to go through your body because it goes. Because if you have more fat, it's going to take longer. Yeah. So it's like muscle and bone. It Hmm. goes a certain weight because there's more water content or something than if it hits fat, it slows down. So, I mean. Hmm you could probably argue that that's not like 100% precise either because like usually, or you can't use it now because of COVID and you're not allowed to touch anything, but a lot of London drugs where they have their, um, their blood pressure medicine thing where you put, they had like a little one where you put your hands on it and then it has like the metal. So it's like the Scientology thing where you hold the cans, (laughs) (laughs) but it's actual science. And it, uh, I think if they're shooting electricity through you, that has to be scientific. Oh, electricity is like, science. Anytime there's electricity inside your body, you're doing science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should know about that because you're... I should. We didn't actually cover your full, whole, full background right now. Like uh, you work at... It used to be Science World. Do you guys still call it that? No, we're, so we're still Science World. Um, mm-hmm. We are no longer TELUS World of Science. Oh, really? Yeah. So it went... Because it went, I remember when it changed from Science World to Tell Us World of Science, and everybody was like, oh, give us back our Science World or whatever. So now it's just Science World again? Just Science World again, yeah. So we never actually changed technically from Science World. Uh, yeah. What ended up happening was that Tell Us sponsored our building um, okay. for, I can't remember, I can't remember if it was five or 10 years. I think it was 10 years. Um, and the contract for the sponsorship ran out. So they, and they didn't pick it back up? Yeah, they decided not to renew it. Oh, so is that like, um, like how, where, like when an arena is owned by a company or sponsored yeah. by a company, they put their name on it? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all of our advertising that we did outside of the building, we were still Science World. Yeah. Uh, but if it was anything inside the building, we were Tell Us World of Science. So now oh. it's actually just simplified things for us. Um, well, yeah, I can imagine. So kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Makes your job way easier. You don't have to cram and tell us world of in front of. Oh, I know. It's such that. a long name. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and now no longer people are going to come to science world thinking they could pay their TELUS bill because that happens. A <laughs> Did lot. that happen? Oh, all the time. Oh, all really? The time. Yeah. 
Well, I guess so. Cause if you're like, maybe English isn't your strongest suit and you just see TELUS, blah, blah, blah. You're like, Oh, it's TELUS. I got yeah. a TELUS bill. I'll go there. Yeah. Now you're just going to get people showing up to pay their world bills. <laughs> <laughs> their world, world domination bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I work at Science World. Yeah. I'm the uh, digital designer and developer there. So okay. I do, um, I'm uh, the head of our videography team. I do, so I do our video editing and kind <laughs> Ladies, <of laughs> videography. If you know what Exactly. I mean. yeah. And uh, I kind of manage uh, our websites, or part of the team that manage our websites. And uh, yeah, I kind of do a lot of different digital things. I wear a lot of different hats there. That sounds like a lot of responsibility and uh, I'm just going to stop you before you get into interview mode because you're like, as soon as somebody says, I wear a lot of different hats, it's like, oh, how, where do you see yourself in five years from now? <laughs> Who knows? It's like, it's like uh, this is blah, 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 what I do. And, uh, and then it's just like, oh, this is getting a little too mature for this podcast. So let's just bring it back down a bit and talk about how people are yelling at each other. On the will, this, will this help making it less, less mature? <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yeah. The best thing about having Jeff as your co-host is he comes with sound effects. <laughs> are you nice? Do you use those on uh, Fear of Science? No, not yet. I just got this program the other day. Oh, um, so you're just testing it out on us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're officially the first podcast Jeff used his sound effects. Yeah, I did use, because uh, this program also changes your voice. So I did use that while hanging out with a bunch of friends in Zoom the other day just to mess with some, but that was about <laughs> it. That, that's going to add a level. Also, it might add a level to our... A, uh, over zoom D and D games. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Voiceover stuff. I can do just do like the, the evil villain voice for the entire D and D game. Yeah. I guess as if you didn't gather, Jeff is the DM of one of the D and D groups I play in and it's fun. When was the last I'm, time we played? Uh, it was kind of at the beginning of this quarantine, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like three weeks. I don't even know what day it is. I don't know yeah, where we are. They're all blurring together. It's weird because yeah. the days seem so long, but the weeks and months just whiz by. Like, I can't believe we've been doing this whole COVID quarantine thing for like two months already. Yeah. Even We played D&D either yesterday or two years ago. I'm not sure. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. Did we start like two years ago? Um, I don't know how long it's, it's been, we don't meet that often because we all have very busy schedules. Yeah. Not as busy (laughs) as Derek, but yeah, that's true. Okay. But I do play in a regular game. I've played in the same game for four years, every Sunday, every Sunday, every single Sunday. Well, that's, that's unprecedented for D and D. I know it's crazy. It's a good group too. We've been, it's been mainly the same people. We've had a couple people drop out of the group. And then when Jen and I started dating, she joined the group um, after we'd been dating for almost a year. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, besides that, it's been largely the same group. Um, do you, would you say that D&D has brought you closer as a couple or hmm. driven a wedge between you that's unrepairable? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second one, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think so. Like Jen is a massive um, World of Warcraft player. Um, yeah. She played a lot when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of knew the fundamentals of how D&D worked anyways. Um, so it's kind of just taking her from digital to more analog and she picked it up really quick. So oh, yeah, cool. I think it brought us closer together because now we have this whole D&D community and and everything that we can kind of rift on and, and joke about and mm-hmm. buy dice and other crap for. Make fun of Dale when he makes mistakes during the D&D campaign. Yeah, yeah. When bad. we're like, Dale, you're playing a barbarian. <laughs> how hard is this? Yeah. <laughs> how come you can't remember how much your hits are? Yeah. <laughs> you're adding four to your roll. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you know, not know what your AC is? You look at it. You're looking at it on a piece of paper. That's right. One of the guys that we play with, we've been playing with, he's been in the group for like two years now, I think. Yeah. And every once in a while, he just like totally zones out and he was like, what do I add to my role? And we're like, how do you not know this? <laughs> yeah, you've been playing, like my excuse is we only play like once every month or two, but if yeah. you're playing every week, you should know that stuff. <laughs> you have it down pat. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's fun though. I like it. That's good. Okay. So while we're talking about all this nerd stuff, um oh yeah do you want to talk about this snyder cut yeah so i didn't really know i guess nobody knows what like if you just say snyder cut everybody's like what but what it was (laughs) don't add any context to that just (laughs) let's just talk about snyder cut snyder cut if you don't know what that is then uh yeah you're not not enough of a nerd to listen to this (laughs) (laughs) um so it was justice league was directed by Zack Snyder. Am I, am I correct so far? Yes. You okay, did great. So what happened was Zack Snyder was directing uh, Justice League, that DC like supercast movie that came out that had Cyborg, Flash, Batman, Wonder Woman, and who was That's the bad all guy? Them. Aquaman, right? Aquaman, oh, Aquaman in was in there. He wasn't the bad guy, but. Uh, no, he wasn't the bad guy. The bad guy was some. Um, I don't know. He's just one of those. Like, well, I was a bad guy in that. He was like some alien demon guy. Alien demon guy. He was he was like the guy. I blocked that movie out of my had brain. The box. It was, I thought it was good. He had the really? box. He had the horns. Um, he was like he <laughs> like was, geek charades here. Oh he had horns. Yeah. Dude, if we don't know who this is, nobody's <laughs> gonna know who it is. So, anyways, we okay. Let's hey. Now we can't spoil it. If we can't even name the villain yeah. that's in the movie, we can't spoil by what happens. To Nobody you. has to worry about spoilers because we don't remember specifics enough to spoil <laughs> it. So what happened was Zack Snyder was directing Justice League and then he wanted to have like a darker take on the whole hero franchise thing because he, I don't know, they're just trying to get any piece of the pie that's left over after Marvel uh, yeah. pretty much chewed up everything. But he had a family emergency, so he had to leave before the end of the movie, before the movie was complete. And then, um, was it Joss Whedon took over? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Joss Whedon took over. And so he kind of had like him, Joss Whedon, and uh, the production studio kind of had last say on the theatrical release, theatrical release mm. version of the movie. And apparently, and this was in 2016, and apparently Zack Snyder wasn't happy with the final cut. And so he wanted to get his own, I guess, 
how you could say first director because they can't call it director's cut because Joss Whedon did direct some of it. So they had to right. say, so that's why they're calling it the Snyder cut instead of the director's cut. And yeah. like, this is a thing that's happened a lot in movies. Like with uh, a lot of movies, you'll see the theatrical release will be basically the film producers trying to get as much money as they can by deciding on how the plot is progressed and the editing and stuff, which can actually change a lot of the movies. So this is basically like the director's cut they want out. And they kept being like, yo, release the director, like the Snyder cut. And it was like this sort of thing. And then Aquaman, Jason Momoa was like, he referenced it like a year ago. And now HBO Max, which... I'm not sure what that is. I think I think HBO Max like, is a states thing. Yeah, it's like HBO, but it's to the max. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Jeff. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I definitely wouldn't have caught on to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's like um, it's going to be HBO's um, streaming service in the states, which I thought was called HBO Go, but I'm not sure. So, anyways, they're going to put it there and. Yeah, I guess that's we'll happening. Just, that'll be at the the end of next year. But I just wanted to talk to you because Zack Snyder's movies that he directed that are DC had, didn't really go over too well. So will this well, Snyder cut even because he did anything? He did Batman versus Superman, right? Yeah, and he did um, Superman Returns. He did the last Superman movie, oh. Man of Steel. That wasn't Which a good one either. Was a clunker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll probably watch it when it comes out. Oh yeah, like, I'll watch it because it's superheroes and the <laughs> visual effects are awesome. And the what else am I gonna great. do? Yeah, like um, Batman drives a giant robot spider in it. Who's not gonna watch that? <laughs> I don't. I didn't like Justice League. Um, although I wonder if Jack Jack. Zack Snyder <laughs> wasn't involved, and if it was just a hundred percent Joss Whedon um, movie, whether it would have been better. Yeah, um, but I'm like, also I'm also very biased. I'm a giant Marvel fan, and I've never really liked DC that much to begin with. I think yeah. that Superman is the lamest superhero in the world. Oh, I'm with you, one hundred p. The way I've always seen it is I like all the characters in Marvel better, but I've always felt like DC, like maybe not like Superman and Batman, but they always had like better storylines. Yeah. Like, just not their main two franchises. <laughs> yeah. You know, those, everything those two tent poles that they pretty much <laughs> uh, prop up the entire franchise on those two, not so much, but um, yeah. So like, especially when you get into vertigo, which is, Mm. I guess the most common vertigo, well, like Watchmen and stuff is DC, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Watchmen then, uh, is amazing. And the, the HBO uh, show for Watchmen was incredible as well. Oh yeah. And Titans was really good too. Titans is good. And I we actually Stargirl. just watched the first episode of Stargirl. Um, oh, is it good? It was incredible. It was so good. I yeah, love I Luke Joel Wilson McHale's though. On that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's in it uh, kind of briefly. Uh, oh, but he is hilarious in it. Nice. Is it more of just a cameo appearance? Um, I don't know. I think he'll be in it again more. But yeah, yeah, not much in the first episode. But it was, yeah, it was really well done. I was really impressed with it. Yeah. So 
my whole thing was like if they make this the Snyder cut and he's the guy who did Batman versus Superman, which apparently everybody in the world hated, how is yeah. that going to make a better movie? Maybe it won't. Maybe we will just see a crappier version of <laughs> the Justice League. <laughs> hey, here's uh, the Justice League, now crappier. Yeah, there was it's funny because like he's claimed like I I mentioned it before but he's claimed that he wanted like a darker version of the whole story. And then watch, it's just going to be some like arbitrarily darker and it just doesn't work and it ends up being like slow. Well, and I think that's what really failed in Batman versus Superman is that it was just, well, one, the storyline was horrible. It didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, um, like the future part where they're like, oh, this is what happens in the future. It's like, you're just going to smash. Cu- oh, I swore. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't done it at all oh yeah see sorry guys i guess i didn't tell everybody i'm trying to we're trying this whole let's make a podcast without swearing because i think my nephew's watching so if you heard that just ignore that part yeah. and then i'll beep it out oh that was the wrong one <laughs> little weight a, on the oh, ding there here, hold on there you go <laughs> but uh now i lost oh yeah so, yeah, because like in Batman v Superman, they just kind of smash cut to the future where Batman has Superman in the desert in a cave or something. Oh, yeah, like, that was uh, that dream he had that yeah. had like the reference to Darkseed in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, was that the actual future or was he just dreaming of a possible future? I don't know. Who knows? But it was so, so overly dark. And. I think the parts of Justice League that I actually did enjoy were the non-dark parts, like yeah. the little bit of the humor. Like, I loved the Flash in Justice League. I thought he was incredible. Oh, I was um, going to say, like, yeah, his brevity that he brought, like, the hilarious. Oh, he was hilarious, yeah. Especially him and Ben Affleck's Batman. That was yeah. so good, like, the whole, like, odd couple th- um mechanic they had going back and forth like when he was riding in the car and stuff. That and the funny. scene where he's moving really, f- he's uh, he's speeding, and then Superman's eyes like move mm. and see him. And he's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That was probably my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah, that was good. Um, oh, they're going to make a Flash solo movie. Um, apparently, oh, with that, with that guy as well? Yeah, that guy's going to be, I think he's, he's so young. They could probably tap him for like three or four movies at least. It's so weird. I don't remember his name. So I'm just going to say that guy. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't think anybody who's going to watch this is going to be like, I can't believe you didn't remember the actor's name of Flash. When <laughs> but he's really good. Anything. Like, it's crazy the movies he did beforehand were so different because he was in um, Fantastic Beasts. We played the the kid that had the, the magic uh, that was, like, abused and stuff. And then, have you ever that, seen though. We Need to Talk About Kevin? No, was he Kevin? He was Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good guess. And they right? talked about him. <laughs> I heard but about that movie. It's uh, that movie is messed up. That movie, it's so good, but it's yeah. so messed up. Oh wait, I think is that the one with the, like the bow and arrow? I'm trying not to spoil yes. it. Yes. Okay, it I watched. I think I watched the last three quarters of that. Oh yeah, yeah I guess that was him. Same dude. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. We're already on superheroes. We're already on DC. What do you think about um, the new Batman's name? What's his name? Pattinson. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. He was like, yeah, so I'm not going to work out for this Batman. 
I heard that he was kind of trolling people for that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel that, yeah, because he was like, I want it to be more like the classic Batman where he's not all ripped and all muscles. And I was like, isn't, don't you, don't you have to? Are you, uh, that, yeah. I don't know. Did you get it? Because you have to, like, you just have to work out. Like, but yeah, Adam West wasn't very buff. And really, Val Kilmer wasn't insanely buff either. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it'll be like um, Keaton Kilmer Batman where it was like he was just a dude, but it's like, I don't know to me, like, I guess just like, if you're going to get nitpicky about it, I feel like if Batman was real, he would be ripped because he's like trained in these martial arts and he went to like Nanda Parbat and he's like yeah. part monk, but part like super. If you guy. were Bruce Wayne and you weren't ripped at all, and then Batman is super ripped. Wouldn't that be like the ultimate disguise? <laughs> They're like, well, you... it's obviously not Bruce Wayne. He has like no muscles at all. That would be, yeah. Like Bruce Wayne just wears a fat suit. They're like, <laughs> they're like who could Batman be? And then they just pan to like Bruce Wayne. And yeah, it's, like, it's not that morbidly obese Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Walk. <laughs> he's like walking upstairs just sweating he's like <sighs> and they're like well, it's not that guy he sucks <laughs> there's no way that guy's a superhero he can't even do stairs <laughs> genius yeah got nothing on superman and his glasses i mean you should call them and see if they can work that into the movie oh they got fat thor now he might as well yeah, throw in yeah. overweight bruce wayne okay so since we talked about all the batmans how about this i'll put you on the spot rank the batmans oh that's a good question mm-hmm. yeah. hey, um you don't have to say bale if you don't want to i know a lot of people pretend he's the best batman i don't know if i'd put bale first no i yeah put i think in front I, of clooney but that's about it <laughs> i think i'd say val kilmer first yeah, because Val Kilmer was like when I first started getting into Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when was it? It was just called Batman, wasn't it? The one he was in. The you know, Batman? he was in Batman Forever. Batman Forever, right? It was with Jim Carrey and um, Uma Thurman and Tommy Lee Jones, the bad guys. Oh yeah, it was Two Face. Oh man, Tommy Lee Jones was the best Two Face. Oh yeah, and Jer- so Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Yeah, that was such Super great good. casting. Yeah. That was back I, when hero movies had multiple bad guys and one hero, as opposed yeah. to now where they have five heroes and one bad guy. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah. Kilmer first. Mm-hmm. Then I think Keaton. Yeah. Then I would say Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, then Affleck. Really? You're going to put Affleck that low? Yeah. I don't... I. Th- I thought Bat. Uh, I don't know. He was an okay Batman. Yeah. I think just the movie's sucking. He didn't really have much of a chance. Yeah. To be as good of a Batman as he could have been. I would say he's for sure the best. Like his bat suit was the best, but that really doesn't have anything to do with him because it was like the short-eared Batman instead of yeah. like the long skinny. So my ranking would be Val Kilmer. Not necessarily because his Batman was so strong, but he was my favorite Bruce Wayne for sure. Oh, he was a really good Bruce Wayne. And then you got to go Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton can like act the pants off anybody. Um, Then I'd say Affleck. Oh, really? Then I'd say, yeah, because 
I don't know, for some reason, Affleck, like, I don't know if it's because we all just watched him go through that divorce with Jennifer Gardner, but he somehow, you're like, yeah, he's sad Batman. Like, when you saw Ben Affleck as Batman, you're like, yeah, he did go through some trauma as a child, and he's still emotionally broken. I totally believe it. Yeah. And that might just be because <laughs> Ben Affleck was in a bad spot in his personal life. He wasn't he acting. He just tapped into something, yeah. <laughs> and then Bale... And the reason, like, it's like everybody loves Bale. And I don't know. For me, for Bale, it just seemed like he was trying too hard. Like, he's like, like, his Bruce Wayne was easily the worst. But he was like, yeah. look at how hard I'm trying at acting. And you're like, okay, <laughs> okay, Christian Bale, we get it. You're Batman. Calm like, down. Do you get it? And <clears throat> I mean, I, maybe I've You can't even slightly do a Batman voice. Yeah, because I was just going to say. <laughs> how much I hated his Batman voice. And we all just saw how hard it is to do a Batman voice. Apparently I can't do it. You can't do it at all. Maybe it's hard. Oh, that was one of the reasons why I liked Affleck was because he had a really good Batman voice. Yeah. And then George Clooney, because that movie was just. Would you put Clooney before Adam West? Because we forgot Adam West in there. I wasn't counting. The uh, the original Batman was oh I guess he was in movies. Um, I would put like if you're going like the funny thing is George Clooney is the most um, Adam West style Batman where it's just like yeah the top cheesy yeah and but I don't yeah. know if can we can we um, give Clooney crap for that movie being so horrible. Like, if if that movie wasn't so cheesy and horrible, um, would Clooney have been a better Batman? Yeah, maybe, because that movie also had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and I don't even like it. And I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. I I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was probably the best part of that movie for me. <laughs> yeah, but that's not saying much. <laughs> no, it's not. that movie was trash. Actually, I would say, if we we're going to include series, like... Uh, the animated Batman. I don't oh. know the guy who did his voice, but he had for sure the best Batman voice. All I remember is Mark Hamill did the Joker. Oh, that was also a very good Joker voice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I love uh, really bad puns. And <laughs> who I think, doesn't? I mean, yeah. if you've and that was this the entire reason before. I love. Batman and Robin was just for Arnold Schwarzenegger's ice puns. Oh, yeah. Did the Riddler have a lot of puns in it? You know what we should do? We should watch all those movies again. Start to finish all. Was there six? No. There's there's uh, Batman. There's two Keaton ones. Val Kilmer. um, Clooney. Then three Christian two, Bales. Was it three Christian Bales? Yeah. And then ah. um then Batman versus Superman. Then Justice League. Are we counting the other one that he was in as a like a cameo? The one where Jared Leto was Joker? Was oh no. Doomsday Squad? No. Uh Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Doomsday Squad. Yeah. I like so, that too though. Um no, I don't want to watch that? Suicide Squad again anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all nine Batman movies, well, we won't count Suicide Squad. Just watch those front to back. 
Wow. That'd be a lot. Uh, I'd do it for sure. You want to do it right now? Yeah, just we'll just do this podcast and then just watch them till tomorrow. No, I was thinking we can (laughs) do the podcast at the same time while watching them. It'll just be us being like, oh, that's funny. I don't remember that part. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even talk about the movies at all. It's just us (laughs) watching them. Yeah, it's always funny because it's like, um, that whole mystery science theater 3000 where you're like, Oh, let's watch a movie. And then we'll talk about how bad the movie is. And then you just like start talking about stuff. That's not the movie. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) you know what? I rewatched last night, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched Tron. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't know if I've actually seen the first Tron before. I thought it was, uh... I thought I had seen it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we were watching it, I'm like, I don't think I don't, remember any of this in the least little bit i think it might have just been it was in the zeitgeist so much and you saw references and that's what i was saying yeah i think i've I've seen clips of it so much i put it together yeah but it was a weird movie like it was good yeah it was weird and then we watched tron legacy afterwards tron legacy was amazing that was an amazing movie oh especially if you watch the first tron beforehand yeah (laughs) it's just that much better (laughs) <laughs> well, it, the references in it, I'd like, I would actually recommend watching Tron and Tron Legacy back to back because there's so oh, yeah. many just beautiful references in Tron Legacy that I didn't even realize were in it the first time I watched it at all. Oh, yeah, because I watched it in the theater and yeah, and then you kind of don't get all that stuff. Plus, it had a killer soundtrack by Daft Punk. Oh, Daft Punk, yeah. So yeah, it was good. a super good soundtrack. Yeah, sorry, I got a little sidetracked on something totally different there. No, that's, uh, there's a reason why one of the nicknames for this podcast is Tangent Factory. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just go off on tangents. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so I feel like we've talked about enough Batman. Anything else to say on Batman before we move on? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That oh, I was gonna say, um, out of the entire DC universe, the only character that I really find interesting oh, besides Doom Patrol, we didn't talk about Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom Patrol is good, and Doom Patrol is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that show is incredible. Yeah, um, Brendan, but, like a nice uh, revamp for Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, I love Brendan Fraser. Him. Talk Speaking about someone of, who's yeah. had a crap life. Yeah. Speaking of not swearing on the podcast, that movie is Brandon Fraser's character is pretty much swearing the entire time. Yeah, yeah, true. What do you mean he um, had a crap life? What happened to him? Oh, Brandon Fraser, he had like he had a really bad divorce, um, and he lost like all of his money. Oh, that and, sucks. Yeah, he, he went through a lot of crap and he I think he became an alcoholic or addicted to drugs or something like that. Yeah, that uh, which sense. is why he disappeared for a long time. That all sounds like failing actor territory. Yeah, yeah, but he pulled himself out and and was able to get back into, like, if you think he kind of disappeared for almost twenty years. Like, when was the Mummy the oh, second? Wow, movie? yeah, that was, was a like long the, time ago. That was like the last movie he did, and now he's come back. No, he that. did that. He did that bomb, the furry one. What the was it furry called? one. There was one where he was like, he was moving into a house in the suburbs and it was beside a forest and then he like started talking to the animals i can't oh, remember but it was like nobody saw it so if you don't know what i'm talking about that's yeah i have no idea all right 
I love that we're both sitting in front of computers and we can fact check literally anything we want, but neither one of us are at all. It's like that argument. It's like, what was that movie? Brendan Fraser was it? Or like, yeah. who was the bad guy in Justice League? And we just like, the whole audience is just like, oh my God, it was this person or is this movie? You know what? I'm going to Google that because it's taking it back to the nineties before we had the internet to solve all of the, it's like, well, we don't know the information and one day we'll learn it. Yeah. Now that we said you can look it up, we have to look it up. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, but I was going to say my favorite uh, DC character that they've never done a good job of is um, Green Lantern. I love Green Lantern. Uh, Like a nice green, uh, like a good Green Lantern movie. Yeah, they definitely need one because that whole Ryan Reynolds one. Oh. I rewatched um, the Ryan Reynolds one not that long ago. Well, yeah, I guess it was a while ago now. It was before COVID, um, but it was at the Rio Theater. They did the Gentleman Hecklers where they make fun of the movie, and they played oh, yeah. the Green Lantern. And uh, even with the Gentleman Hecklers, who are hilarious, making fun of it, it was still a painful movie to watch. <laughs> like it got halfway through that movie and you're like is this over yet is it done i how much more of this do i have to watch till i can go home and not be watching this anymore yeah so the last movie brendan fraser was in was breakout in 2013 breakout yeah and the movie i was thinking about with the animals was called furry vengeance I've never even heard of that. You're not missing much. Was <laughs> it, uh, it about furries? I think it was before the furry entered everybody's lexicon. Back oh. when everybody still didn't know what they were. And they were just like, oh, those are freaks. Did that movie invent furries? Did it invent the term for <laughs> No, I think all the furries that were in it were actual like little animals. Oh. Well, there was a grizzly bear in it or something. Hmm, I don't know. I'm I guess the say- last... Sorry. I'm going to say that that movie invented furries. <laughs> we can all blame Brendan Fraser for the Brendan invention Fraser of furries. <laughs> uh, the last big movie he was in, though, was G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, really? He was in yeah. G.I. Joe? He was, yeah, he was, I think he had like a cameo where he died at the beginning. Oh. oh I can't remember his name in that. Which character he was. Joe? <laughs> no, he wasn't Joe. <laughs> he wasn't he Joe. was, um, I think he was the drill sergeant, I want to say. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's say that. Sure. <laughs> so uh, back to politics. Oh, politics, the, right. The two things that the people love to hear about most is... Uh, Comic book stuff and politics. Yeah, exactly. So Joe Biden, did you hear what he did? Oh, no. So he was on a... I think it was a radio show. I don't know. It's so hard. It's like, cause he was like talking to Charmaine, the God, I think. Is that his name? Charmaine, the God. Who's that? Or Charmaine, the Charlemagne. Yeah. He's like some, like the rapper. Like, yeah. Charlemagne. The, okay. the, yeah. the rapper slash podcast slash radio, maybe serious show. So Joe Biden was on there and, um, they were talking about it at the end and, Something happened and Joe said, Joe said to Charlemagne, if you're still on the fence about picking, or if you don't know who you want to be president between me and Trump, then you ain't black. 
Whoa. <laughs> right? Like, and that, that was like pretty crazy to say. So now it's just turned into this whole big thing as you would expect it would be because that and the whole like sexual abuse class or sexual. Oh yeah. With uh, Tara Reed. That's not Tara Reed. Yeah. Yeah. I was, oh, Amber Heard was the Johnny Depp one. Yeah. Tara Reed. That's not Tara Reed. Yeah. So those two things combined, uh, I don't know. He might be sunk. So, and then I saw today that Trump made shirts that say, hashtag you ain't black joe biden underneath and he's selling those shirts so it's like it's back to what we were saying before with the pelosi thing where it's like you 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 can't just be given trump layups like this yeah it's just i don't i i'm saddened that it's like i don't hate joe biden or anything yeah i'm just sad that it's gonna be between joe biden and trump i wish there was someone like i love bernie i wish that bernie would have kept going or like literally anybody else like all the people who dropped out before covid like maybe one of them could come back like tulsi gabbard or yang or i don't know but like this does not look good like this late in the game and to be down to just biden and it's like it's not even that like even if he didn't say this there's all the like like they don't know how well his health is. Like they're saying that yeah. like he's not fully there. Like he might be like having like early onset dementia symptoms and stuff like that. And it's like, sure, Trump fucking <laughs> <laughs> Trump is a madman. But you don't talk about Trump and not swear. Yeah. Like yeah. You, don't, you don't want Trump to have the country, but are you willing to hand it off to an old man who is maybe losing maybe by the end of this, he's just as rough around the edges as Trump. If he's like, even if he's like, he wasn't like, I can't believe I said that. I'm sorry. Like what he did was like, Oh, it was a joke. I was, I was just making a joke. Like, can they have a third option in America where it's just neither? (laughs) <laughs> my, my choice. instead of trump yeah. or biden just yeah. nobody there's just no president for a while just four four years just one term no yeah. president government's not shutting down everything's <laughs> staying exactly the same there's just no president yeah that, that might actually work if they went from being like yeah, because Biden's basic whole campaign platform is i'm not trump so yeah. if you had like anybody can be not Trump and not, and it should be able to be not racist at the same time. Yeah. You know what the nice thing about having the third choice of nobody is that they're not going to say something bad. They're not going to say anything racist. It's yeah. going to be a totally good campaign. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be like, it'll just be like no one. 2020 (laughs) it's just a blank it's like an apple advertisement just a white screen nobody yeah it'll just be like a 30 second clip for the commercial of just the word nobody and then a url yeah you go to the website and it just says nobody yeah (laughs) it'll be like the slogan will just be like uh maybe having someone actively not being terrible yeah (laughs) 
Nobody, not Trump or Biden. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only uh, way to not get your feelings hurt 2020. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if that actually happened, I know there's no actual legal way of doing that. Yeah. But I think that most Americans would probably vote for nobody. Yeah. I think nobody would do pretty well. Yeah. Nobody's the candidate of the future. Yeah. Yeah. You know who we need? We need nobody. That's who we need. We don't need nobody. Yeah, you know who could do better? Nobody. Nobody can do better than then Trump Trump could even say that and promote him. He'd be like, <laughs> Nobody can do better than me. You're right. Yeah, he, nobody like, can do better than you. Nobody would be nobody would be a better president than me. And yeah. Like, yeah, he would. You're right. Or she nobody would I mean, be better. Yeah. It. Nobody doesn't have to be gender specific. That's true. That's for sure. <laughs> Nobody has a race or gender or sexual orientation. <laughs> yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think, I think, yeah, we should definitely launch that. Just start, <laughs> uh, start a grassroots uh, social media campaign for nobody. I could design that website. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be good. Like those old Obama hope per- posters. I'll just yeah. say no one and have like a silhouette. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we have solved the American political system. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So, um, did you hear about Paul Brandt? Oh, yeah. So, I hadn't, um, but you mentioned that was one of the topics we might talk about. Mm-hmm. So, I looked it up uh, because, one, I couldn't remember who Paul Brandt was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, two, I was like, well, okay. So, yeah, so he's the country. I thought he was, when I first saw it, I was like, isn't that the country music dude? Um, isn't it? I thought, yeah, it, is it totally is. Dude, yeah. Right? Yeah. So he is now one of the heads of human trafficking in Alberta. Yeah, he's, I think it's like, like he's not human... doing human trafficking. He's no. stopping. <laughs> yeah. The uh, human trafficking uh, task force, I think he's heading it up, which, I mean, I guess I should have looked into it, but I've heard that he has like uh, some experience in the whole thing and everybody's, and some people were saying that it's a bad idea because if you have a celebrity in that sort of situation, then you'll get unwanted attention on it. But I feel like, wouldn't you want that attention on such a terrible subject? Well, it's not like, Paul Brandt is going out there stopping the human trafficking and going undercover or something like that. It's like, oh, people probably shouldn't know Paul Brandt is doing that. Yes, I agree with that. But (laughs) if he's just part of a task force to stop human trafficking, I don't Mm -hmm. think the celebrity, and really, it's Paul Brandt. Is he that much of a celebrity? (laughs) I don't know. It's so hard for me to know because I'm not really familiar with like country music. I thought he was pretty famous but it might just be that i thought he was famous because he's from calgary right? well i think that's it is that he is famous one in country music which is yeah. already one step down for actually being famous <laughs> <laughs> and then two in canada another yeah, step true. down and yeah. three in alberta only so that's true yeah yeah no offense to if Paul Brandt is listening to this, uh, I apologize to Paul Brandt. No, I'm I'm happy that uh, even though he's not like an A-list celebrity, I'm happy that there's a celebrity 
in that position because it's just going to draw more eyes on the subject and then maybe yeah. help out its cause. Like, I didn't know there was that much human trafficking in Alberta, but I guess so. Is it just Alberta or is it Canada? I think it's just for Alberta. Yeah. Well, I guess like I, when you get to the more remote locations like Fort Mac and stuff, you have to deal with um, like human trafficking in like underpaid workers and stuff. Yeah. Like well, and I'm assuming it's not just human trafficking in Alberta. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, they came from another country. Sorry, we just do Alberta. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we only deal with Alberta citizens being moved around. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your driver's license. Oh, you're not from Alberta? No, you're on oh, your you're, own. <laughs> you're just from BC. You came here to work. Sorry, we can't help you out. Uh, you're going to have to talk to a British the, Columbia the human trafficking. Yeah. A British Columbia uh famous country music star. That's, I was gonna say that's led by Mark Madrigas. That's the only yeah. like the weather guy from the news. <laughs> that's like I feel like that's the level of Paul Brandt celebrity. I mean that might be the best guy to get in there, the weather guy, because he could have a whole bunch of ties in the media newsroom so he might know how to get stuff done <laughs> that's true <laughs> i can't name can you name a single country musician from british columbia i don't i don't even know if i can name that many other country musicians from the world hmm. or from canada at least let's see how many country musicians we can name okay um Oh crap! Uh, Garth Brooks. Yeah, I mean he's active again too. So, like, like you—that was almost a, he's not really a country singer anymore because he retired. But I guess he's back now. He's so back now. Yeah, I don't know if he's—he was back. He was doing like some social media stuff, I know, and like trying to like do some stuff on Twitter. But that was a couple of years ago. I don't know if he's recorded any music. Let me huh. just Google that. <laughs> you know, I've actually met Paul Brandt. Oh, you have? Is he nice? Yeah, uh, yeah he seemed nice. Uh, it's not much of a story. I wasn't going to bring it up at first because it's such a non-story, but now I'm going <laughs> to tell it. <laughs> when I worked at a design firm when I lived in Kamloops, uh, and we did a lot of the advertising for a local um, casino that did a lot of, like, concerts and things like that um so one of the concerts they did was for paul brandt when he was starting off in his career um oh cool and, yeah so he came into the design firm one time uh for one of the meetings when you're we designing his poster yeah and i met him and he was nice oh cool i have the exact same story for carly ray jepson oh really was she yeah. also nice and yeah she was nice you were yeah. also designing a poster for carly ray jepson yeah for the exact same casino that she played at that was back when she was a country music singer. Was this before her, that song? This was way before Call Me Maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, I was trying to think. Yeah. Derek's going to be so mad. He loves that song. And he's really? Been like, I know that song. <laughs> guys, guys. Well, that's what he gets for not being here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the last Garth Brooks album was 2016, so. That's not that long ago. No, that would have been on the comeback, I guess. Yeah. Post comeback. Oh. I guess that shows me. So we've named one country musician. Oh yeah. Um Brooks <laughs> and Dunn. Are they still? Oh alive? yeah, that's that's musicians. Uh, Terry Clark. 
Yeah. I think she's Dwight, Canadian too. Dwight Yoakam. Oh, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, uh, I don't know if he's still, I don't really talk to him that much, but my uncle used to have a country music band, um, a cover band in Winnipeg, Manitoba that did mainly Dwight Yoakam covers. Nice. What was their band name? Uh, Porter and Peterson. Oh, it wasn't the name of his wife was was Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it should have been a pun off of a Dwight Yoakam song. <laughs> yeah, that's always the best. Or the title of a Yoakam song. Maybe I Porter and Peterson is the name of a Dwight Yoakam song. That for literally happen. all I know about Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> that would actually be very um, coincidental if their <laughs> names were were Porter and Peterson, <laughs> yeah. and there was a song called Porter and Peterson. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. That'd be pretty great, actually. <laughs> They're um, like, we're meant to do this. It's fate. Who's the guy who sang Fished in the Dark? Oh, was that Dwight Yoakam? No. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that song. Yeah. Oh, oh, Randy Travis. He's oh, a... is that Randy Travis who sang that song? No, with it. Oh, that's just someone else. Randy Travis is uh, like, he's like one of those super religious country music singers. So he was like gospel slash country, a lot of it. Oh, um, uh, Keith Urban. Yeah. There's I actually guy. like Keith Urban. Cool. I'm not sure I do. I don't, I can't. <laughs> he's I can't not bad. He's like one of those like new age country singers. So it's not, it's kind of country-ish, but there's not as much twang. That'd be good. You know what's weird is I don't like country music, but Good. I love End it there. Blue- <laughs> End of sentence. I don't like country music. I but I, I love personally... bluegrass. I love bluegrass music. Well, see, I think the pro- the reason is you probably don't mind the twang. You just hate how up their own butt emotionally country singers are because it feels like every country music song is about feelings and. <laughs> I don't mind songs about feelings. Yeah, see, it's, it's kind of weird because it's like, it's one of those things that's ruined by its audience because all of country singer, like all of country fans are like, like rednecks who are like hicks and they're all like, we're big and tough. We don't like talking about stuff and being emotionally evolved. And then you look at the music you're, they're listening to and it's all just straight feelings. Like a guy singing about how he's Cow sad. Died. Yeah, he's sad and how he used to remember how the good old times were or how much he likes to hang out with his friends and fish or some other stuff. <laughs> I think we just alienated the Outrage Factory country music fan. Yeah, you've <laughs> lost all one of those fans. They're gone. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever will we do? We'll just have to get, like, uh, go into some other... Now some trivia, some trivia for you. Can you name uh, Paul Brandt's uh, big hit or one of his big hits? Any one of his, name one of his songs. (laughs) I'm pulling it back. Literally any song. I'm sorry, Paul Brandt. I'm not familiar with your catalog. (laughs) Damn it. He's saving people from being uh, trafficked. He is. Saving traffic. Okay. Uh, So he had kind of, well, two big songs. The mm. big one was Convoy, um, which I tried. Is it a cover? Con- Convoy? Yeah, dude, Convoy was a movie, 
And I think the only reason anybody would know what Convoy was was because Homer sang it in The Symptom, Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Um, so Convoy was a movie, I think. I'm thinking it was Chris Christopherson who sang the original. Yeah, I don't know. Let if me just that. Google that as well, since this is just like Google <laughs> just Factory. Dale on his phone, Googling oh, stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> i keep forgetting that this program has shortcut keys attached to the different sounds so i'm just typing so that was because i typed paul Brun- paul and you is uh... <laughs> I, thought, I thought you did that on purpose like this was some big dramatic reveal the Dude. singer of the original convoy song <laughs> Smash cut to the courtroom, and the original singer was C.W. McCall. Oh, I've never heard of that person. But look, it's it's COVID. We're all stuck in our houses. We're all bored. If you want to watch a good movie about semi trucks driving from one place to another, Convoy's your movie because it has semi trucks driving. I don't want to watch that at all. Um. I want to say it's funny, but it might have been little kid me thinking it was funny. I remember enjoying it. Is it, it like funny early. bad? Um, I think it's funny, like 80s funny, but not like slapstick funny, just like gruff jokes and stuff. I remember because oh. there's, it's weird because I keep thinking of this stuff. There's this one part where there's like an African American, uh, semi-truck driver who drives a white truck like her semi-truck is white and it flips on the road because she goes around a corner too fast and then she says gd white truck i knew i should have bought me a black truck i thought that was funny when i was a kid (laughs) i don't even understand what's funny about it because she was blaming on her bad driving on the fact that the truck was white it's like oh oh too highbrow for me i didn't get it Especially like when that movie came out, because it came out early 80s. That must have been like pretty risque. Was anyone famous in Convoy? Maybe the, because there's um, the head truck guy who let, led the Convoy. His name was Rubber Ducky, I think. Um, I thought for a moment that that was the name of the actor. Rubber Ducky, the <laughs> actor. <laughs> I was about to start typing things, but then I realized that the sound effects are going to go off again. Yeah, don't oh, do that. I think I could just turn them off. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be, but wouldn't that turn off your... Here, sorry, I'm just going to look up Convoy Movie. Oh, it's 1978. It's even earlier than I thought. Oh, is that... Oh, that's why I was thinking it was Chris Christopherson, because he played Rubber Duck. And Chris Christopherson's oh. pretty famous. And then there was a guy, Burt Young, played Ping Pong. <laughs> I did not turn them off. I thought I did. I was testing to see if I turned them off. I didn't. Oh, accidental noise. Accidental sound effects are my favorite. <laughs> so there's, oh, I remember when I was a kid, I liked the character Pigpen. So he was a truck and in his truck was all pigs. And it stunk and everybody would get mad if he was driving in front of them because it smelled like peak poop. Oh. Yeah, so what happened? Oh, Ernest Borden's the bad guy in it. He's a good bad guy. Hmm. 
Uh, so here, let me just read you the synopsis. Uh, Trucker Martin, Rubber Duck Penwald, and his buddies Pigpin, Widow Woman, that was that African-American lady I was talking about, and Spider Mike use their CB radios to warn one another of the presence of cops. But conniving Sheriff Wallace, who's played by Ernest Borgnine, is hip to the trucker's tactics and begins tricking the drivers through his own CB broadcasts. Facing constant harassment from the law, Rubber Duck and his pals use their radios to coordinate a vast convoy and rule the road. Wait a minute. Wait. That's that's the whole synopsis. The sheriff is the bad guy. Yeah. Because he's trying to enforce the speed limit. Yes. (laughs) So it just it just sounds like just speeding propaganda. That's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) This is Kids don't watch convoy. Yeah. Within the it's speed just, limit. It's just full of bad morals. <laughs> <laughs> bad role models who will only teach you and glorify breaking the law. That explains yes. so much about you, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this was one of my earliest influences. It's why I bought a semi-trailer and sped. <laughs> and broke the law. And then when the cops tried to stop me, I didn't. <laughs> you found other truckers to help you. That's like the synopsis. The synopsis of this whole movie is the cops are trying to stop them, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, the truckers drive away. I'm pretty spoiler alert from the 1978 movie Convoy. I think the truckers get away with it. They get away. So they don't get a ticket. Oh, that would be I the big. I think what happens is the truckers, they, one of them gets put in jail, like wrongfully, like when they're partying or something in a town. And then it turns into this whole, like, truckers deserve rights too. You know what? I'm probably going to have to rewatch this movie. just so Wait, I can wait, 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 wait. About. So the trucker gets yeah. put in jail for, yeah. what, getting drunk at a party? And then they need... They, they're like truckers have rights too. So yeah, truckers was, should be able to drink and I not so. get arrested. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in a small town, everybody should be able to get drunk. I don't think that any drunk, trucker yeah. should get drunk and then start trucking. Well, they weren't trucky. They were, they were, <laughs> it's like, we have the right to drink and drive <laughs> and speed. They weren't like mid trucking when they got in trouble. I think they were pulled over for the night or something in a local, like, you know how in the eighties and the, I guess the seventies, all those movies were like in a local bar. It's terrible. Don't be a person who goes there. And yeah. You'll just get, harassed by the locals i kind of want to watch convoy now i know even though i have zero interest in watching it (laughs) i feel like i might have oversold it by trying to tell you how bad it was yeah on my podcast i'm gonna rip you a new hole if it's bad and i watch it (laughs) just like right in the middle of doing some serious subject i'll be like dale from outrage factory You'll be like that movie that Dale spent a half hour convincing me not to watch because it's terrible was terrible. And now I'm upset. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do an entire episode called fear of outrage factory. Fear of convoy or fear fear of truckers. Fear of truckers. (laughs) That'd be a fear. I I think that could be a fear because, um, Think of all the horror movies of like truckers that are like serial killers. Oh yeah, was, like um, what was that one where 
where it was about the the trucker that had the big shack full of like skinned bodies and stuff like that. Didn't he make a suit out of it? No, that was Leatherface. Uh, I'm not sure. I know. You know <laughs> that horror about the trucker. You know, that horror movie where people died and it was <laughs> scary and stuff. And the bad guy was a trucker. Yeah, there was a lot of movies where the bad guys were truckers. Yeah. Oh, how's this? I got an idea. Don't watch Convoy. Instead, okay. watch the greatest trucker movie ever made, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. I have seen that uh, a long time ago. Yeah. But that would be one worth rewatching for sure. It is so deliciously cheesy. It's amazing. It's like, you know, those super fancy restaurants when they're like, would you like cheese? And they have like, like half cheese wheel and they like melt it with yeah. a blowtorch and they scrape it the off. Rochetta? Yeah, they scrape yeah. it right off Brickling. onto your plate. Big Trouble in Little China is that cheesy. And it's also that delicious. Yeah. So that's with um, uh, Kirk. Uh, Kurt no, Russell. I was going to say uh, Kirk Douglas. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, how's this? Remember before when we were talking about watching all the Batman movies? Don't yeah. do that. Just go watch all the old GC Kurt Russell movies and not Convoy. Watch Captain Ron, Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. The Computer War Tennis Shoes. I've never seen Computer Soldier. War Tennis Shoes. I can't remember it. Um, Heat? Was he in Heat? No, that was Val Kilmer. <laughs> Val Kilmer. That was a different Batman. Oh, wait, yeah. Kurt Russell wasn't a Batman. <laughs> Kurt Russell would be a good Batman, though. Oh, especially now if he did old Batman? Oh, man. Yeah, he should totally did, play old Batman. If they did Batman Beyond yeah. right now? Mm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Old was Kurt Russell old. in Romancing the Stones? Was that Kurt Russell? That was Kurt Douglas. Oh, why, why can't I get my Kurt's right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go that was that was you so you wanted to say kurt douglas before but you, i just brought it back later to the reference yeah. i made earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so uh covid is a great time to re-watch old movies though i've been doing that a lot oh yeah like um and just like it's a good way to catch up on movies that you didn't see like uh what did I just watch? Oh, I just watched Stephen King, the second part of it. Woo-hoo. Oh, I heard it wasn't very good. Whoever told you that was wrong. Is a dirty liar because that really? movie is so scary. I don't know. Scary movies are like as soon as something's like creepy and jumpy. Oh man, did you like? I'm Steve- not- did you like the first part of the remake? Yeah, I liked the first one. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, this one's that good or better. Yeah, I kind Dude, of Jen's Bill not Hader's a big fan of. Uh, oh yeah, right. Jen's not a giant fan of scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, not I, Andrea. I kind of like them. Like, it's not something I, I, when I see a new scary movie, I'm like, oh my God, I have to see that. Yeah. Um, but because I like psychological horrors more than cheesy horrors. Like, well, this one's not really psychological. This is a monster movie. But I, I thought that the first It movie was pretty good because it's kind of psychological, kind of. Like, it's not just, I don't like horrors that are just, like, blood for the sake of blood and just over gore. Oh, yeah, like gore porn? Yeah, it's I don't just like, like that. let's see how gross we can be. This isn't like that, no. This is, this is just, like, the first one where it's, like, 
uh, your biggest fears used against you pretty much. Like that was the whole yeah. idea of it was it's like an alien. I think it was. Yeah. What Pennywise, was Pennywise is an alien. Yeah. That big. Well, he's from another dimension. Oh my God. And they show like, you know how, like I'm only going back to, did you watch the old it? The one that was a mini series from the eighties with, uh, um, no, with Tim Curry. I never, I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay. Well, anyways, Oh, so if I actually ruin, if I spoil it for you, it's spoiling it. Like you have. Well, seen I, the I know, I know the story of it. Like I know the the Dark Tower and and all of that. Stephen Listen, King. I don't know the Dark Tower. I just know. Well, it. the fact that it all that that it comes from another dimension, the dimension that that Dark Tower pl- takes place in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a movie of, I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go watch Dark Tower. Was that? I would. I would that? not recommend watching the movie, but I would recommend reading the books. Reading books, <laughs> or at least listen to the audio book. Uh, maybe. <laughs> the The movie wasn't <laughs> great, um, but it has Idris Elba in it, isn't he? Like Idris Elba was ever? not bad in it. Okay. Matthew McConaughey was not great in it, though. Yeah, he's hit or miss. Like sometimes a weird choice for that like, role. Um, sometimes he's just like super sweet. Now the times you're like, it's like funny because you're like, you see Matthew McConaughey, you're like, super sweet. And then you see like Matthew McConaughey and you're like, sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they, they rewrote the movie to be very different from the book, mm-hmm. which is strange because I think Dark Tower, the first one, um, is probably one of, like, it would be so easy to make into a movie just you'd think that almost word for word <laughs> or exactly what happens in the book yeah um but they just they didn't they just changed it around a lot and it just was not as good but so, i i also wonder if they they tried to make it into just one movie because dark tower is what four books i think sure. total? four I, or five something like that I'm, it, all, all the fans already know this but i don't really read that many books yeah just, i'm not much of a reader either there's um, just so much other stuff to do, like video games and movies like Convoy. <laughs> podcasts, got to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I got to listen to podcasts. I, I'm, I'm thinking about getting into books on tape because I do listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah. a lot easier. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, uh, did uh, Spotify approach uh, the fear of science with a hefty payout like they did one Joe Rogan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> giant payout. Yeah, I'm a multimillionaire are, now. Are you getting a hundred million dollars to put all of your stuff on Spotify, like yeah, Joe Rogan yeah. did? You know what? I've got integrity. So if they approach me, I'd be like, "No, <laughs> I won't do that." You're like, "I have integrity. I'm going to put this on YouTube for free anyway." <laughs> I could. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of all that? Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I think it's weird of spotify to do that kind of exclusive content especially for podcasts that are so kind of universal i think that's a lot of the appeal of a podcast is that you can kind of use your your favorite podcasting app to download it you can listen to it so many different ways like for ours uh you can just go to our website and you can listen to it there totally for free if you want Mm -hmm. Um, or you can go to like apple Podcasts. i was just looking it up and i was surprised at how many there are because outrage factories like you can like you you can go on your website you can go to apple ipod apple Podcasts, yeah. itunes and then there's like a couple more 
We're on yeah. Spotify, but our feed got effed up, and the last ones haven't uploaded. So, oh really? Yeah, uh, we're on Spotify. I got to figure that out. I guess I'm not going to get paid out for a hundred million dollars if, <laughs> if I can't even figure out how to get all of our episodes on there. You were that close. Yeah. Until yeah. They're like, well, obviously you can't even upload the last two. So yeah, I don't know. I think overall though, it's good because it's like, um, because everybody's going to see this. They're like, whoa, a hundred million dollars for a podcast. And the thing about Joe Rogan's podcast is it's like, whether you like it or hate it, Derek's not a huge fan. I'm a huge fan, but it's like, yeah. he's always non-formulaic and he's always like, do what you want to do and all this stuff. So it's really good because it's going to, it's going to push i guess the medium in a direction that's not um i guess it's formulaic as say radio or tv has yeah become. yeah so it's like, I'm not... like the good thing about podcasts is you could talk about anything and you'll your fans will find you kind of yeah that's true i'm not a big joe rogan fan either i agree with Derek, but uh <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i mean but i'm glad he exists yeah. i'm glad that his voice is out there because yeah. it is a voice that people do identify with um and uh yeah but i i think the thing that bugs me the most about it is not necessarily joe rogan quote-unquote selling out or whatever you want to call mm. it i think it's the fact that spotify is trying to make things like that proprietary now um, yeah that's actually a good point i never thought about how they're kind of trying to maybe monopolize podcasts by buying because they bought up joe rogan in in february they bought up the last podcast on the less left where they yeah. did uh it's like a true crime prod true Broad, crime podcast podcast that they took all they did it was the exact same deal not for a hundred million I don't think it was ever disclosed what they got, but like they would, you can only find those podcasts on Spotify now. And it's kind of a pain in the ass because I listen to podcasts through my iPod and yeah. you can't get a podcast from Spotify to your iPod. Well, and I think that's, that's the part that bothers me mm -hmm. is that like, I can say, Oh, listen to the fear of science on whatever your favorite podcasting app is, but yeah. it's going to get to a point where it's like, Oh, listen to, the fear of science, but you have to download the, the Stitcher app first and then you can listen oh, to the yeah. fear of science because that's the only one we're on. Um, and I th I, there's so much stuff that it's, it's all this exclusive to this platform content. And I understand they need to sell subscriptions. Yeah. But I don't think other... Joe Rogan needs to sell subscriptions. <laughs> no, no, no. Or do you but mean Spotify? Spotify, Spotify yeah. needs to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that big hunk of change. Yeah, um, uh, it's funny because I have Spotify, so I can listen to these podcasts. So my so it's it's annoying. It's like my my complaining about it is even more annoying because I have Spotify. I can listen to Spotify anywhere I want on my phone, but while I'm at work, like grinding and smashing stuff with a hammer i don't want to have my phone in my pocket in case yeah, i yeah. smash it so i have my little ipod which is like it's about. not like a thousand dollar phone it's like a 150 dollar ipod that's yeah. like four years old so yeah, yeah. and that's that another is... thing too like if you don't like i already pay for spotify just because i like it for music so if you don't do that it's like you can't get it for free anymore yeah and I'm also being annoying because 
I have Spotify too, and I really enjoy Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I listen to podcasts and stuff through it. I mainly use, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the pod podcasting uh, podcast addict. Uh, or no, I can't remember. Anyways, one of those. I've never even heard of podcast addict. That's not that's not the one I use. It's totally something else. But anyways, I can't remember the name of it. But But, one of those. Pro programs that do it. Yeah, I pretty much only use iTunes, which I should probably get off of because that's proprietary too. And I've actually been having more and more problems with it where like the podcast lists aren't populated or whatever automatically. So, yeah. But I, I feel like there's so many of these. It's, the thing that annoys me the most is the uh, streaming television platforms that there's just so much and i'm going to sound like an old man here but there's so many of these streaming platforms coming out (laughs) yeah it's like you're like oh i gotta get the streaming and then it's like i have crave netflix disney plus yeah and and it's so annoying because you're like oh i want to watch this show i heard about but you don't know really what it's from like Yeah, yeah A lot of the times you're like, oh, Netflix is there. Oh, but like, this is perfect to talk about for these old movies because you're like, I want to watch, say, Batman Forever. I haven't watched that in forever. And you're like, I don't know where this is. Yeah. Where do I find it? I can't just go to Blockbuster. Oh, I know. I miss those days. (laughs) But I guess. You would have known me when I worked at Rogers Video in Kamloops, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was where we first met. Yeah. Well, at Rogers. Yeah. You were friends with our our mutual friend lisa still our friends with yeah um and i think that's how we we largely met as well yeah and then we but, started hanging out at rock trivia oh yeah oh god at, uh, those Club. were good days yeah the wild stallions our rock, our rock <laughs> trivia band our group i remember it was funny because it was like i was on the journalism rock trivia group right and then i saw you guys and no offense to my journalism crew but i was like those wild stallions are way cooler than these guys <laughs> we were so, so much more drunk <laughs> yeah so i like i jumped ship and joined your guys's team as soon as i could and uh yeah that the rest was history friends. oh yeah. that was good times good mm-hmm. times anyways yeah i worked at roger's video that was the point that i was Ladies, Ladies. Jeff worked worked at Rogers Video. (laughs) My my partner uh, is Irish, and she had no idea that Rogers Wireless used to be Rogers Video. Oh well, I guess because she's she's been here for ten years, but oh yeah, she's never it was it's never been Rogers Video the entire time she's lived in Canada. Yeah, or Rogers. Does Rogers still have a cable? company where you because you used to be able to like shaw now you could get rogers as a cable provider oh yeah i don't know yeah i I think think the fact that neither one of us know if it exists probably (laughs) means that's probably a good it's probably a good uh, indication (laughs) or it's not doing well either Mm -hmm. one (laughs) all right uh you want to call this bad boy we've been going an hour and a half yeah sure yeah it's been fun i feel like i'm just hanging out with you yeah i know that's what (laughs) That's why I like this free form like conversation thing. It's like, oh yeah, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe shouldn't have gone down uh, <laughs> talking about Batman for like half an hour. But hey, you get what you get. You're right. We should have talked longer about it. Yeah, I think we should go talk about Convoy more. <laughs> All right.
right. Love that back, we talked so long about something I've never even heard of. Yeah, back <laughs> back to movies from the seventies that you haven't seen and you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, if people like your voice, give your plug where they can find you, please. Yeah, uh, you can check us out at thefearofscience.com uh, or on any podcasting app, uh, not specifically Spotify. And uh, what's your Twitter handle? Oh, yeah, and we're uh, at Science Fears on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And then we also have a Patreon as well if you want to support us that way. Oh, yeah, we have a Patreon too. Uh, I think ours is Outrage Fact Pod. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. The uh podcast twitter is i think it's outrage fact pod i think most of our stuff is outrage fact pod if not google it <laughs> um <laughs> yeah uh you can find us on itunes or all those other random apps that we said then the one that jeff said that i didn't know existed uh find us on there rate us um this video will stay up on facebook so tell your friends to go watch it or after i minimally edit it and maybe beep out one or two of those swears it'll be on youtube and uh yeah thanks for joining us and until next time stay angry yeah thanks bye <laughs>